Listen up. Here we go. Yeah, man. We yo, we we going back to back, man. We just had just blazing the building. We're going to the next episode, man. We ain't stopping, man. Cause we got a real nigga in the building, man. We trying to get this guy, man. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs is here, yes, man. Sir. Yes, Gangsta sir. Gibbs. You don't even do your Gibbs. You don't even do interviews anymore, man. What I, happened, I'll baby? I'll be chilling, man. I'll be I'll be I'll be changing diapers now, man. I don't got time to do no interviews. Big Papa. <laughs> say, I saw today. You saw this t- this street today. Be that. Which one now? God, my daughter. And that money. That's Yo, it. she's like the cutest little. I have a daughter myself, but then you right. see other people's kids, you be like, damn, she cute too. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like a, a gap baby, right? Yeah, she's like. Gibbs, one he's of trying the, to have a play date, man. Yeah, she's she the, she the, <laughs> she the official gap baby. She do, she do ask for gap, Google, Oshkosh, be gosh, she working. She wow. got to pay, pay taxes this year. <laughs> she wow. She do. She working, man. Yeah, man, because like, before I, when I got to talk to you last time, I think it was the, the truth thing. Mm-hmm. When you was just getting engaged mm-hmm. to your woman. Yep. About to have a baby. About to have the baby. Yeah, about to have a baby. Everything's changed, baby. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, you know, I got a family now, so it's, you know, things definitely a little different. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it's still the same on me. You know, I just move a little different because I know I got to go home to something now. At first, I didn't. Right. You know. But you've been still been active with the music wise. You're not letting up. Oh yeah, nah, Shout never that. that. That ain't do nothing but increase. I gotta go harder now since I got a you know got a daughter. So um you know I, um I wasn't the crazy part about it is I wasn't even gonna release Shadow of a Doubt at the end of last year. But um I was just looking at you know the overall scope of the rap game and where things was at. You know what I mean? And um I just want I, I felt like I'd be cheating my fans if I didn't give them nothing mm. you know else this year. So I was just you know I gave them that. And then when I dropped it, I got a tour behind it. So. I can't complain. But sold even, out, sold out seats right now, yeah, right? Yeah, sold out seats all over the country, man. All over the country, man. We sold out Chicago, L.A., New York. You know, we doing it the correct way. But man. even before then, it seems like you still have momentum from Pinata going into Shadow of Adele. That seems like a real game changer, like for you. I'm gonna have right? momentum from Pinata for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, Pinata is one of those albums that's gonna stand alone in um, in hip hop history because it ain't nothing else like it. You know what I mean? It, you know, um, the only thing that was similar to it was that uh, the one he did, the Mad Villain one. Right. You know what I mean? Because I didn't even know what Mad Lib was, man, before I did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with you. Man. Right. I was raised on you know UGK and, and stuff like that. So when I um you know when I got into that, I was just like, all right, this you know this kind of like trying to figure out a puzzle. So I figured the puzzle out. I feel like I cracked the code. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just, you know, Madlib really with those, with those tracks and the production and stuff we did, it really made me a, a way better rapper. It definitely sharpened my sword up a whole lot. So, you know, and it made me open to trying, you know, even newer things musically. Right. So because cool. Shadow of a Doubt, it seems as opposed to Pinata, it seems more soulful, like you're harmonizing. Right, right. right. It's, it, it's left field from Pinata. It's, it, I didn't want to drop nothing similar to that. You know what I mean? Without you know Madlib, I didn't even want to go in that direction. Mm. You know what I mean? The only song. On Shadow of a Doubt, that might be kind of similar to that is the one with Black Thought. That's right. that's just because he picked that beat, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys tear that down. Was, yeah. it Bob, was Bob James joint on there? Well, yep, yep, yep. We use that same Nautilus sample, man. A lot of people use it, but I, you know, right. we, we freaked it real good. How man. did that come together? Like, you guys talked about working for a while, or Black Thought was on Twitter, and you know. I was on Twitter and then he was like, "Man, I want to rap with some real, you know, real niggas." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Nigga, I'm in L.A. Nigga, go fuck with me." And then came to my, he came, to, he just came to my studio that same night. That's crazy. Wow. As soon as wow. I tweeted him, he was like, "I'm about to pull up on you." I said, "All right, come on, I'm in here." So he came through and we did like two records and it worked out. So where's the other record at? I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get Gucci Mane on one of the joints? Right? How did that happen? Ah, man, that's um. Shout out to Gucci man. Gucci man locked up in um, Indiana State Prison, I think. You know, so that was just a phone call to somebody close to him, and we made that happen. 
Wow, and that's like E40. one of the standout yeah. records on there with E40. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I want to mix it up. You know, I'm the only person that got Black Thought and Gucci Mane on the same project. Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that just it just speaks, you know, volumes to my versatility. You know I'm mad mean? at him though, B Dot. Why is that? He, he really put my favorite out there, man. Insecurities. That's oh, my shit it's, on it's the album. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that, a great record. That you know, records like that, man, they be hard for me to listen to because they so real. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to really. I, I can't even bump it. You know, I might. Break down in the car, or something like right. that. You know, I know what it took to push those emotions out on that record and all of that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was it was hard. It was a long night doing that. You know what I mean? But um, I, I love the record. People love the record. They love the you know the genuineness and you know me opening up on it. So, what do you think it really captures? Like, in terms of like in your catalog, like in terms of that song itself. Um, I think that um, it's records like that and 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 uh freddie gordy they just like real you know real reflective you know i think that uh you know uh, me growing up and you know me having a child um really you know has given me the opportunity to really reflect on a lot of the things that um you know that i was doing you know in the streets and all of that and you know the, the whole the whole shooting incident that really woke me up too and i was just like man i you know at the you know i was just outside talking to you know jay in the, in the, in the lobby about this i was like man we gotta i gotta go home to my my family you know what I mean, and um, you know, I just, you know, the, those emotions was just pouring out of me when I was just making those those last couple of records for Shadow of a Doubt. You know, cause those I think those were the last two that I did. Like one of the records, uh, fucking up the count, the video was really yes. poignant too, like that. Yeah. Like, how did that one come about? Oh man, I uh, attribute all that to the Jonah Schwartz. You know what I mean? He um he directed a couple videos for me, Thuggin' and um Deeper. Every time me and him link up, it's like you know, I just like you know he just picks my brain and we just put the vision you know to bring it to life man it's crazy all i had all i got to do is tell him a story mm. and then he'll just you know set me down and put me where i need to be and you know kind of you know capture every everything we need to capture there's little things that you can capture to make something right. real cinematic you know what i mean like um the last scene of that video when i had the kid in the trunk right and uh <laughs> thanks to kid i had the other kid you know I, I gave him a choice i was like you know you could either end up in his trunk with him or you can handle your business. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and you know, I've been in those situations before as a, you know, as a young child and, you know what I mean, with older guys and dealing with them and, you know, being in the street. So, you know, I, you know, just kind of wanted to paint that picture. You know what I mean? And you're a constant collaborator. Like we said, you work with Gucci, 40, mm -hmm. you know, Black Thought. Even though you're not necessarily a quote-unquote mainstream guy, like, right. like how do you pull these collabs from people that, you know, so unexpected. Um, I think that um, I think that people just respect what I do, man. I mean, I you know I I've, I've been doing it for a while. You know, I came up in the same class of the you know the the, the J Coles and the, right. you know the um, you know the Kendrick Lamar's and guys of that nature. You know, what I mean uh, Meeks and all them in that same you know zone. So it's like um, you know I think that uh, you know I I don't have the same like you said the same mainstream. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, looks that those guys get. I mean, for one, I'm not. I, I haven't been signed to no major label, you know, probably since like in ten years. You know what I'm saying? All so, right. you know what I mean? So that 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 alone, right there, you know what I mean? Just shows, you know, that I gotta, you know, work two times harder than the next man to even to even be right here on the podcast. Y'all don't let no, you know, Rudy Poo niggas up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no Rudy Poo bookings. Nah, 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 ain't no bullshit niggas <laughs> on this shit. So it's just like, you know, I I think that it's just. You know, it's other things that I do to keep me relevant and keep right. me a, a part of the rap game and things like, um, you know, dropping, you know, classic albums like Pinata yeah. and, you know, and just staying in tune with my fan base, man. I went in, I went on tour with, uh, with Tech Nine like two years ago and, you know, I didn't, 
I'm not a fan of Tech Nine music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't at the time. You know, I I didn't really, you know, I looked at it like, you know, but I looked at the money making machine that the you business, know, that, yeah, the business, the business side doing, of yeah. it, and I was you like, damn, it, yeah. I respect, I, I can respect this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when I went on, when I went on that road with him and really saw, you know, what I mean, I was like, man, you know. If he could do this, I can do this. Right. You know what I mean? You talk about that a little bit on the, uh, No More Cocaine Parties in L.A. a little bit. Like right. You say million-dollar tour with no spin. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I turned this to a million-dollar business. You know what I'm saying? Like, without nobody giving me nothing. You know what I mean? I had to, you know, I hear a lot of people say this term, get it out the mud, get it out the mud. Nah, nah I really got it out the mud. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, it, I ain't take no advance from nobody or, or anything. I didn't have no music startup money. I, I had to generate that myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to see a guy, you know, um, make $3 million in merchandise sales wow. in, two, in like three months, that was motivation enough for me to keep doing what I got to do. Right. So. Speaking of that particular record, you know, it's a Mad Lib record. That right. Kanye, No More Parties in LA. <laughs> Did you have that record initially? Or? Listen, man, I'm going to tell y'all a rapper something. <laughs> tell y'all a rapper something. All y'all that uh, want to, you know, get on them, you know, do the Mad Lib thing, that's cool. When I saw Kanye was working Mad Lib, I was like, oh, yeah, that's tight. Mm. You know, I just be sitting back waiting to see what records they're gonna put out because I got all of them. So you had that already in the I stage. got everything. I got wow. all the all the beats you think you about to get, I got them. Because wow. I rap on them the best. So, so, was, them so was he at a time when people weren't really kind of messing with him? Like, what was it you think that, that you guys connected with in terms of, even though you were so opposite? Nah, nah, nah. It wasn't, it wasn't that people weren't messing with him because Mad Lib always on doing what he got to do. Um, I think that uh, we just got mutual friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lambo and uh, his manager, Egon, they real close. And you know, probably like over over some drinks or something. We was like, man, it'd be crazy. We should do a record. And then, you know, when they first brought it to my attention, I was like, what, man? I'm not MF Doom, my nigga. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not no backpacker, my nigga. Like, I don't want to be, you know, in that. I don't want niggas to look at me like, you know, a backpacker or you know, some right. backpack rap shit, my nigga. I'm from Gary, Indiana, nigga. I'm, you know, on the East Side, nigga. I ain't with that backpack shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's how I thought niggas was gonna look at me. So I was yeah. like, man, what the fuck? But then. You know what I mean? I kept seeing niggas, you know, it, it's, it, rap is like, you know, it's always different climates of rap. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I, you got to do shit to stand out. You know what I mean? I don't want to, you know, repeat what this nigga doing or that nigga doing. So I was like, all right, man. All right, fuck it. I'm going to go left. Right. You know what I mean? And then when he put all the beats on the table, I was like, man, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm going to show niggas I could rap as good as motherfucking right. Jay-Z and Black Thought and all these niggas. Fuck it. I'm about to use this shit as my platform. And that's what I did. And I think that, you know. I'm probably, you know, I think that motherfuckers consider me one of the yeah. top five niggas rapping, period. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like I said, I might not have a, you know, the, the, the hit record or whatever, but, you know, shit. I mean, I'm rich like these niggas is. But with that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk that shit. So with that particular record, even though you had it in the stash, why didn't you hop on it until Kanye? You didn't feel the motivation or inspired by it? Because it's Kanye. If Kanye touch it and I get a chance to touch it, then, right. you know, shit, why not? That's going to, you know, add a little bit more momentum, momentum to it. I right. saw the Kanye picture in the hallway. I took a picture next to it. Like, man, <laughs> I felt like the nigga was standing next to me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, anything that he do that I can, you know, come right behind and rap on, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Don't leave none of your beats out for me, Kanye, because I'm going to rip all of them. But Def Jam took it down, or what happened to it? Yeah, they they took it it? down, because the cane touched it. You know what I'm saying? When you you sprinkle cocaine on that thing, a real nigga, when a real nigga get to rapping this shit that these backpack niggas and shit can rap, they get scared, nigga. Come in the room with a bunch of nerd-ass niggas, and I can spit just like them niggas, and they be like, damn, man. Shit, man. Okay, man. You talking about drugs and all that shit. We talk about the astronomical stars and moons and all that bullshit. I'm not about to rap around you, my nigga. I'm going to give it to you. Like, nigga, we selling crack. I'm going to give it to you the 
the motherfucking point blank but period. But you still have so much versatility, though. That's exactly, the thing, too. Exactly, man. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying, man. Like, it, it, it's not, you know, it's not one way to rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like all kind of rap. I like motherfucking J. Rude Damager. Mm. And I like Pimp C. Right. Nigga, you know what I mean? So, shit, <laughs> I, do, I do a song like that, nigga, one day, then one day go do a goddamn whole singing song like Pimp C. It's just all about making good music, man. Like, without overstretching yourself, of course, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, you know... About to go, you so know, auto tune crazy. It makes me know? think we were talking about earlier. Uh, I think it was the last episode about designer, and obviously right. his, his record that's real big. Correct. But they think he sounds like Future, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have a skit on the album with Snoop. You talking to Snoop the mm-hmm. interview about, you know, what do you sound like? What is a Gary right. Anderson supposed to sound like? You know right. what I mean? I think the one thing about Gibbs to me that stands out is that you are a true original. Absolutely. You know, in Correct. terms of the way you sound, and that's so kind of rare in this climate. And I right. Feel like even more so now. That you've that you've now to me satisfied being independent, right. you know what I mean? Because you know how to monetize it the right, right way. Correct. You know you're kind of in this solid zone of like this yeah. is just what Freddie Gibbs is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I'm, like I said, and I, I think I'm definitely gonna have a, a, a way longer career than a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like soon, uh, like I said, man. Uh, Tech Nine was the motivation. I was like, damn, like this, you know, you can't really take nothing away from him. You can't say, oh, this ain't that or this ain't that. Like, he got his own lane and he making more money than a lot of these niggas. A lot of y'all niggas signing y'all life away on the dotted line, publishing everything. All, yeah. Nigga, I own all Freddie Gibbs. Anything Freddie Gibbs is, is owned by Freddie Gibbs. it seemed like before you wanted that validation. Like, yeah, you wanted of that big contract. You wanted that yeah, big of, label of deal. Of course. At, at, at the uh, end of the, you know, we, we see. A nigga like me might not get the credit that I deserve for making this independent shit look cool. You know what I mean? All these little niggas now, they come out and they sign the labels. They sign to this, that, and, but they not going to announce it. You know what I mean? See, I done been to, I kind of done been through like, you know, uh, kind of like two eras of this like rap shit. Because when I came in, it was like 06. I was a young nigga. I was 19, 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really, I was only been rapping for like a year, my nigga. I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. I was around all this Interscope shit. I was like, what the fuck? This shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like the G Unit era. Mm. And it was like, you, at that time, 06, 07, you had to have a record deal to be validated yeah. in the rap game. You talk about that on Rearview. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that, that, that this was the way, the format. But then, you know, when I start, you know, getting, you know, diving into the more so independent game of it and seeing that I was booking my own shows and packing them out and things of that nature, and I started, like, selling records and making money off of it, I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. Why would I sign that when, you know, I'm walking in a motherfucking uh, office with this advance you're trying to get me, like, in my pocket, my nigga? So I'm, so, <laughs> I'm good. Nigga. So, I, got a, I got a foreign car outside, nigga, couple houses, nigga. What's up, nigga? Like, so why did you say, like, the internet shit fucked this uh, music era up? <laughs> um, I could. I mean, it helped it and it fucked it up in a, in a, in a certain sense. I mean, because you know, of course, you know the 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 records don't you know sell like they used to. That's what in that sense it kind of fucked it up. But on another note, you know the streaming shit is kind of taking off and. You know, shit, a nigga begin a streaming check. I'm like, all right, goddamn it, fuck it. Stream that motherfucker. I don't, give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you're bad or you're streaming, nigga. You do whatever you want to do, long as them goddamn sound exchange checks keep coming in that motherfucker, nigga. I don't care. However you got to get it. Now it's, you know, I feel like they, you know, they getting around to really monetizing the streaming and, the, you know, the whole way you go about getting your music now, so... I'm with it, man. Either way it goes. As long as I can get a check. I don't give a fuck how you get this motherfucker. Get it on the corner. There's a nigga down there with the Freddie Gibbs bootleg. You can get it from him. I don't give a fuck. It's all good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's, I guess, your definition of success. It's not necessarily... Fame. The fame, right? It ain't the fame, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hell, like I said, when I walk outside, this nigga's walking up to me trying to take pictures all day. You know what I mean? But And I take every one and sign every, you know what I mean, Um, autograph because... 
I remember it was a time when no nigga wanted to take a picture with me. Nobody wanted me to sign shit. So, you know, I hold all that true to my heart. And, you know, just my interaction with my fans. You know, I, I feel like they feel closer to me than most niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you could feel like you know a nigga. A fan could say some bullshit to me on Twitter, and I'd be like, yeah, nigga, nah, uh, nah, the Clippers ain't better than the motherfucking. You know, we talk right. sports. You know, we talk shit. You know what I mean? Just don't get disrespectful and shit. But, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, I just try to keep that good relationship with the right. fans. And, you know, you can be more interactive with them with this internet shit now. So it, yeah, it's gonna, cool. I was going to say, I mean, Cal is a Snapchat king, but your Snapchat game is hey, making Callie, some noise out Callie, there, Griffs. Hey, Callie, you better watch out, nigga. You're okay. <laughs> You're okay on the boom now, Callie. Now, I love I, this guy's Snapchat. Now, Callie, hold on, Callie. Now, you the Snap God. I'm going to get, you know, <laughs> just let, me be, let me be big baby Jesus at the Snap. That might you know be top three. Might, the top three might be Callie, Lior, and Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, I, hey, I'm getting up there. I'm definitely in the top five. You know what, boss. How, talk about using it and how did you how did you get into you the, know what into, man and presenting what you wanted your your you know what you were gonna share. Like my baby about. mama told me about Snapchat and I was like get out of here man I don't need no more shit I got Instagram Twitter <laughs> right. I'm on Tinder no, I'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> Tinder booty bitch now <laughs> nah but uh, I was just like man I don't need no more shit man this is the most social media shit that you gonna get mad at me for talking the holes on I don't need this shit man hey, you know what I'm saying and then when I got into it I was like damn holes can send you the motherfucking videos and then a delete I was like oh, okay I'm gonna fuck with this shit then you know it, it just got fun I just started doing funny shit on that you know just showing showing my comedic side you know what I mean because a lot of you know niggas be thinking I'm all serious all day and you People be like, oh man I didn't know I could walk up to you I'm like why not nigga come on nigga and hot dog stand with you my nigga come on right. So something like I'm out or something. Like, I'm out, hey man. It's the history behind the I'm out. My my manager Pun started the I'm out shit, and then I just started repeating that shit. And shit, motherfuckers just got hooked on to it. You know what I'm saying? Every time that nigga see something he ain't like, he be like, all right, now nah, fuck that, I'm out. And I was like, hell yeah, you right, nigga. We out. I'm out. Anytime we disapprove of some shit, I'm out, nigga. We out this motherfucker. Don't fuck with it. Not at all. But like that connection to your fans and being recognized, is, are you leery of how you move? Like this is your first time in New York in two years. Like Yeah. Um Definitely, man. I mean, you know, like like I said again, you know, I got a child now, so you know, every every person that, you know, walk up to me, I definitely you know, look at them like, you know, mm. not a potential threat, but, you know, I, you know, like I said, man, I got to go home to my baby at the end of the night. So you, you never know what a nigga's on. There's all kind of niggas walk up to me, and I be walking around by myself. I don't be with no bunch right. of yeah. niggas and shit like that, man. It's all about, you know, walking with God and not walking in fear, man. Because we walk in fear, that's when some shit happen. Mm. And, um, you know, I just, you know, just, just keep my faith, man, and not try to worry about stuff like that. I definitely take proper precautions. Mm. You know, we do that thing legal. You know, we was going to drive up to this motherfucker with a truck full of guns, but you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bad idea in New York. So, you know, we just do it doing things the proper way now. But what, hap what happened last time? It was crazy because um, um, I, I did a show at the Rough Trade in uh, Williamsburg, you know. A very dull area. <laughs> right. I, I definitely didn't think <laughs> nothing was going to happen to me in Williamsburg. But, um, you know, after the show... I mean, I had a weird feeling that night, man, because it was people in the green room I didn't really know. It was just, you know what I'm saying? It was it was a lot of things going on. It just felt funny, man. And um, I came outside, and a friend of mine was with me. Her name's uh, Lauren, and uh, she was uh, getting in, she was getting in the truck. Me, it was me, my uh, my homie Big Willie, my DJ Lauren, and one of her friends. And um, so Lauren was getting in, on my side of the truck. She stood up on the uh, little step rail because another girl that we know was walking up the street and she said, hey, and she looked at her and was like, and when she looked at her, I looked up. And when I looked up, 
I seen two niggas in masks walking toward the truck. And I'm like, I looked at Willie. I was like, what, what the fuck is these niggas doing? You know what I'm saying? These niggas at Halloween out this motherfucker. <laughs> and shit, I just, you know, my you know natural instinct just told me to move. As soon as I moved, they just shot the truck up. I ran. I ran back in the building in the rough trade. They came in there, shot the bar up, you know what I mean? And, mm. you know, tried to get a nigga ghost. But, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, shit, Lauren, if, if she didn't look up and be like, hey, you know, I wouldn't have seen it coming. But, uh, you know, I don't know what it came from or what it stemmed from, you know, but I don't need to get into all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here and, you know, I'm blessed. It, it definitely opened my eyes up. You know, it let me know that I'm not just, you know, little Freddie from Gary, Indiana rapping right. no more. You know, I'm kind of, you know, out here now. So, Did you have a resentment towards New York after that? Is that, the, like, the reason for mm-hmm. not being here for so long? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with y'all because y'all my friends. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I definitely did for a minute. You know, you can't just come out and be like, man, fuck New York. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I felt betrayed. I felt like, you know, the people around me betrayed me. I felt like, you know what I mean, like, you know, I felt disrespected. You know what I mean? From somewhere that I, you know, I felt like I showed so much love to, you know what I mean, from, you know, from from something like, uh, you know, to, to try to, because these niggas really tried to kill me, you know what I mean? It wasn't like... So it was an attack on you. Yeah, it was a, a assassination attempt, you know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas tried to, like, take my life. They wasn't trying to, like, take my jewelry. They weren't trying to... I had a Rolex on me. They weren't trying to take none of that. Mm. They could have ran up on me and be like, give me all that shit, my nigga, and I, it would have been theirs. Mm. But these niggas was trying to actually kill me. So I was like, man, like, what the fuck? Who hate me this much out right. here? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was definitely a lot of resentment. You know what I mean? Toward, you know, different people. Um, it was a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking, you know, certain rappers was involved with the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was hating them and I was pulling up on their shit about to shoot their shit up too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then I was like, nah, man, you got to control your emotions right. and things of that nature. You know what I mean? And, you know, that that happened like, I think uh, my baby mom's was like, I want to say six months pregnant. So, I didn't really get a chance to, like, you know, all that hate was definitely in me, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, you know, then the baby came right after that, so that gave me a chance to kind of release all of that negative right energy yeah, and right. just chill, and I didn't come back out here for, you know what I mean, a year or whatnot. And then it was just, you know, it just gave me time to really, like, just chill out, you know what I mean? I love I love it here. I love New York. I had a spot, I had a spot here. You know, I used to live yeah. in Harlem. Yeah, I remember you know that yellow I mean? spot of town. You still have right. it? Nah, I left that shit, man. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, so I this mean, is the first time you've really literally been back in New yeah, York you landed yeah, today? Yeah, ever since I, uh, you know, left my spot in heart. I mean, you know what? The, the crazy part about it is, it's like when I was living out there, like I told you, my nigga, I, I move like a regular nigga, you know what I mean? Like, I've you know, sometimes you, yeah. I don't really know how famous I am or whatnot. So I come outside and niggas is telling me, like, niggas, this rapping niggas calling me, like, hey, man, you live on such and such, 116th, and woo and I'm like, nigga, how the fuck you know where my crib at? You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, y'all, you got niggas following me and shit like right. that. You know what I mean? So, niggas was telling me, hey, man, watch where you up, man. They said, you be walking around Harlem with jewelry on and shit. I'm like, so what, motherfuckers? A lot of niggas in Harlem with jewelry on. Like, motherfuckers want to come at me. Why? Because I rap. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, that's, it's just, you know, bullshit, you know what I mean, that, that we go through in the, in the black community, man. We got that crab in a bucket mentality, man. And, you know, it's, it's fucking us up, you know? Because I remember on High, you talk about, like, you know, the way you were living, your mom thought you were going to end up dead of course yeah like, definitely so like to see that it's kind of ironic for someone want to do that to you and mm-hmm. you ended up actually being successful now you know? yeah the, the the fucked up part about that is man it's just cause a nigga been through so much um, you know stuff on the streets 
You know what I mean? That was the first time that I got into a shooting where it was kind of like involving some rap shit as a like a rap, you know, a rap, a, a rap star type shit. You know what I mean? Because ain't nobody ever attacked me after my show or nothing like that. If I got in some shit, it was because I was actually doing some bullshit or I, you know, shouldn't have been there or I started it or, you know what I mean, or vice versa. But, um, you know, with this, I was just, you know, conducting conducting my business. And, you know what I mean? And nobody that, you know, runs they, you know, legal business wants to get shot at at their legal business. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck, you know, who it is or what they right. say. So that's what I was looking at, you know, because I, mean, I use this as a tool to get away from all of that bullshit. And, you know, when when it start overlapping, that's when it, it get fucked up. Right. Why well, did it feel like this is the right time to, to you know, book Highline and do a show? Like, why, why do you think this felt, this um, is the time to kind of come back? Uh, I, like I said, man, it, it's been almost two years. And, um... You know, I just, you know, I can't not come to New York. I just felt like, man, you know, it's just time to go back out there, do a show. We sold it out, so that's good. Sold um, out shows, baby. You know what I'm saying? We sold it out, so that's good. And, you know, <laughs> and, and I love it here. I missed it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I missed it. I miss being here. I miss the people here. I got a lot of friends here. Like I said, I used to live here, man, you know, back and forth. I'm bi-coastal, you know what I mean? So I'm probably going to get another spot out here because my baby mama like it out here, man. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, for the most part, you know, I just had to shake that shit off my back and really, you know, just get things into perspective and, you know, I got you guys money in New York, man. You got to come to New York. Right. You, know, you know whose lady is, right? Yeah. Eric yeah. Dickinson's daughter, man. Right. Yeah, man. That's crazy. How's, how's Mr. Dickinson? Uh, he's good. He was just at, he was just at my house with his granddaughter. So, you know, that's that. He's that's, a proud grandpa. Yeah, he definitely a proud grandpa. Yeah. You know, he got little he got little bitty kids as damn self. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My daughter, my daughter, uncle only like a year older than her. So. <laughs> Big dick out here stroking. <laughs> Big E dick. That's the homie though, man. It's crazy. Yeah, you always say you guys have a great, great. You're being yeah, such that, a sports fan. To have yeah, like, you that's know, man. That's pretty much I look like up your father in law is Eric Dickerson. Like it's insane. yeah. I told him that's the main reason I talked to his daughter. <laughs> I'm like, that's your dad? That's my idol. Hell yeah, I'm going over the house. Wow. No, bullshit. She's a beautiful lady. <laughs> nah, beautiful but it's, lady. it's cool, though. You know what I mean? He like, you know, have it's like having a, another father figure. You know what I mean? And, that, you know, that's always good. It's always good to, have, you know, be around, other, you know, rich niggas. They teach you how to stay rich and shit like that, man. Yeah. So, you know, I be around him and, like, Marcus Allen and all them old-ass wow. niggas and shit like that. <laughs> Marcus Allen got a little baby, too. That nigga Marcus Allen still <laughs> here in the hole. All them niggas from that era still hit them holes, man. Oh, 1981 running back-ass niggas. Y'all <laughs> niggas, uh, niggas getting to it. Another guy in your life who's also, like, comic relief, Big Time Watts, man. Why big was, Time. Why wasn't he not on the album? Explain oh, these niggas is laughing, man. <laughs> big Time Watts was on the album on Shadow of a Doubt. He was. I he didn't... was on packages. You hear in the background saying, "Well, nigga, what the fuck you say?" You probably hear it, oh, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. he didn't really get a bit. He he was he didn't get his own like how Pinata he had his <laughs> yeah. own track. Nah, nah, he gonna have his yeah. own track the next rip. But um, yeah. big big time watches opened the show for me in Chicago. You know what I mean? He turned up. He getting his own father and his own friends. I got a better nigga iPhone this week, so he can get on Instagram and Snapchat. So we teaching him how to be, you know. King with the social media, but he so. seems crazy. Like he just loves alcohol. He's always drunk. Or... The nigga love man. <laughs> The nigga stabbed the nigga when I was four in front of me, man. And ever since then, the, I've been we've been attached at the hip, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I thought you know normally the shit a scared nigga off, but this this shit uh, attracted me. I'm like, damn, man, my uncle crazy as fuck, but I love him. I didn't want to go no. I'll follow him everywhere he go. Follow him to the park, all of that. You know, he like that's like my other dad too. You know. So was it, was he the one that introduced you to like guns and pistols? And oh yeah, like that? yeah. Him and my uncle Wayne, rest mm. in peace. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, you know they was in the streets, so. Uh, 
It was it was inevitable for me to touch that. I had to give me a piece of that too. Right. You know, I needed some of that money. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I definitely wanted to, you know, make my mother proud, go to school and all. I you tried. did go to college. Though, I right? did. I went. I tried to play football. For me, man, you know what I mean. Growing up, it was either like nigga, I'm either gonna be an athlete or a dope dealer. It's either either or. I ain't you know. Right. I was like nigga, athlete, dope dealer, or bust nigga. I don't right. want to be nothing else. I don't want to work no job. I work, man. I watched my mom carry mail for thirty years. I was like nigga, I ain't doing that. But it's so ironic because you got your sister, you got your brother who's a doctor now. Yeah, the nigga's a doctor. I can't believe that shit. Shit's wow. crazy. So, crazy. Like, nigga's a really- gynecologist, nigga. <laughs> nigga, look at pussy all now. <laughs> we need to switch jobs, nigga. What the fuck? Let me, hey, nigga, let me come in for work for you. Nah, nah, nah. Because if I see some bad pussy, I'm going to be like, I'm out. You, know, <laughs> you put him through college, though, right? Yeah, definitely, man. I helped him uh, helped him get his get his way through the shit that he didn't get scholarships for. You know, whatever my brother asked ask me for, I'm going to give it to him. Right. Because, you know what I mean, I saw, you know, me and my stepfather were just talking about this. We we saw my brother's drive, like, but, you know, I'm out messing with hoes, doing bullshit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was in them books, you know what I mean? And, I, you know, shit, I, I commend him for that because it's tough, you know, coming out of Gary, Indiana. There ain't that many motherfucking doctors on my block, my nigga. He the only one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I definitely, you know, salute to him. He my hero, you know what I mean? So what would make your parents say, like, you're brain dead, you know, when... Because, man, I was, man. I was coming in the house, nigga, blood on my shoes, motherfucking, you know, shit, drugs in the ceiling, you know what I mean? Your mom's just catching me with... You know, shit. Niggas was dibbling and dabbling and everything. This my this my best friend right here, Diego. He could tell you. He from my block. We grew up right next door to each other. So it's just like, you know, it was just a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Me and my mom. My mom was just in L.A. with me. She was just talking. She was like, man, I'm so proud of you, man. She stopped and told me that. I was like, damn, shit. I ain't heard that in a while. You know what I mean? She was just like, man, because I know. I know what you came from. I Like, nigga, I wrote you off, you know? And, I, you know, but I prayed for you, and, you know, you turned out, you know, the way you wanted to turn out, you know, not like nobody else wanted you to turn out. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Yeah, you say she broke your neck for you, like on straight killer. Like. Yeah, man. My mom used. To, I told you, my mom retired from the post office, man. That was a good feeling, you know, to have her be able to retire. You know what I mean? And she can, you know, depend on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, she put in a lot of work. She took care of me, my brother, my sister, and my dad. My dad was never really working no job. That nigga was always. But he was a cop though. Yeah, till he got caught on some crooked shit and had to leave. But you know what I'm saying. But you know, I got a family full of crooks, man. <laughs> you know what I'm Christmas, Christmas is fun. Yeah, Christmas is fun, man. I got a family full of crooks, man. And uh, you know, but you know, my mom, she really, you know, she de- I, I seen the, you know, the pain and she she went through working hard and you know and, and you know just like you know, a lot of other moms that hold down multiple jobs and take care of multiple people. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of black women, you know, that do that and uh, you know they don't get the credit they deserve for that. So what's your relationship like with dad now? We cool. We just we we hadn't actually we hadn't spoke in like uh probably like a year, year and a half. Mm. You know, due to you know, our differences and things things of that nature and whatnot. But uh you know, I had a show in Chicago last week. We talked and you know, it was all good. Me and my dad, we good, man. Still at the right or wrong, you know, you know, at the end of the day, it's still my father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? However I feel about, you know, the shit he do and the shit he feel about the shit I do. Because it was a time you know, me and my pops, you know, shit, you know, we was doing the bullshit together in the streets, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, he wasn't really, you know, turning me off of it. He was kind of encouraging it, you know what I mean? And it was kind of making... put you onto a lick or something like that? Oh, that nigga, I could tell you all kind of shit. This nigga put me on all kind of licks, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was just that kind of nigga. Like, he was always trying to, like, scheme on something or get over on somebody, you know what I mean? And, you know, that kind of, you know, it, it kind of fucked him up in the end, but, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, he he kind of instilled instilled that in me at a at a young age. You know what I mean? But I'm glad that I was you know um, 
uh, mature enough to kind of come out of that and know that you know you can't live your life like that, man. Cause it's bad karma. All good money ain't good money. Ain't right. you know? It's all. It's all. It can, it can be all fucked up for you real quick. But one thing that is good is chicken, and this guy was giving out Howell's chicken at that Chicago mm, show. Nigga. I saw that. What's going yeah, on? Like with that, Nino man? Brown, nigga. <laughs> nigga, I'm a I'm a legend in Chicago for that shit. They love me for he that. Gave nigga. My house chicken on I stage. I had to. I seen that. I seen that nigga Michael Jackson do that. And Gary, um, that, hey, y'all think that cartoon shit was fake? <laughs> I saw that. Man, that shit was real. That nigga pulled up to KFC. Came and got how many? That nigga ordered all the chicken, my nigga. That shit was real, nigga. That's my nigga. He pulled no, up. Said. Michael that, Jackson. That nigga pulled up in a limo, throwing chicken out the window. I was like, God damn. <laughs> no, he said we had a Mac Wilds here. He was saying that uh, Teddy Riley told him a story that when they were doing making the Dangerous album, they were living in Neverland. Every Wednesday he'd have Popeyes Day, and the Butler would come in and bring in Popeyes, and they just all eat Popeyes chicken. That's crazy. Every Wednesday. Yeah, Michael, Michael love that fried chicken. Love <laughs> fried chicken. Popeyes, KFC, shit. We should have put that nigga Mike on some Harold's. He probably would have. <laughs> That motherfucker Harold sloppy. That motherfucking glove would have been all fucked up, nigga. I never had Harold's. How good is Harold's? It's pretty good. Yeah. You you kind of gotta you gotta be from the area to really appreciate yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas be coming out of town and like, ugh, man, I don't really like this shit. Like Wale said some shit about it a long time ago, and then me and that nigga had words on Twitter. I was like, hey, nigga, you can't, <laughs> hey, nigga, you can't be dissing the motherfucking hometown See, chicken. Nigga. I went to Chicago for the first time. I had Uncle Remus though. Yeah, yeah, that's good too. That's was, good too. Uncle Remus is alright. It's okay. good. I, I prefer Harold's. You know okay. what I'm saying? Harold's, you know, Gary, 20 minutes outside of Chicago. Yeah, I was say, right. Chicago's like your second yeah. home in a sense. And right? Harold's, we had Harold's and Gary, too, so we didn't have to go, you know, too far to get get the Harold's. We had Harold's in our hood right on the east side, so that was, we was smashing it. I make my mom, I'm like, mama, go get me a four piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my mom, shit, that's back when a nigga had a beeper. My mama would beat me. She'd put the code in for Harold's. It'd be <laughs> like, nigga, give me a four piece for Harold's, nigga. She put the code in the beeper, and it was all good, man. <laughs> You said you got a page at 12, right? You saw Hustle Hell yeah, at 12. I had a page at 12. Shit, Diego, no, we, hey, man, we had to get them sacks off, man. We, hey, we, we, want, we wanted some money, excuse man. Me, excuse me, Diego, you getting those sacks off? Let's <laughs> check it. We had to get it off, man. Niggas Statue of limitations over. It's all I, I, hey, come, come, to, come, to the, come to the east side of Gary, man. It's real poor, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's fucked up, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of have-nots, mm. you know, and... Not having shit will make you a materialistic nigga. Right. <laughs> you know, what I think when people say Gary in it, I think they think Freddie Gibbs. They don't think Michael Jackson. Uh, Honestly, no disrespect Shut the to the fuck king. up, Elliot. Uh, no, I, don't thinks, I don't want to disrespect Everyone Mike. Everyone thinks Mike, man. Nah, man, sorry, man. <laughs> rap and rap. I mean, nah, rap, man. of course, but you I know, mean, I don't Mike. Think, I don't think Mike's defined by Gary Indiana. He's such a Michael's not human. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Michael's like Michael an alien. From? He's an alien from Neverland. I, I think, can't believe I think Mike is from. I, I still don't yeah. believe Mike from Gary. I'm like, God damn. But, yeah, you know, they, they came the up from Gary. They, you know, they was in Gary in the 60s. It was a different kind of Gary, right. man. <laughs> it was still white people there. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But before, you know, Mayor Hatcher ran all the white people out. You know what I'm saying? Mike and them was, you know, was was, was up there. You right. know what I'm saying? And they was doing their thing. You know what I mean? And, and Joe really put that work in. He had them niggas in bars and all kind of shit singing. <laughs> and nigga, niggas had to mop the floor after they got done singing and all kind of shit, man. So, you know, shit, I, you know, I, I, anybody that come out of Gary, man, you got to respect that. But you adopted L.A. as, like, I guess your third home because even you say you want to be buried there, you have a record to it. Yeah, I live there, man. And, you know, I, you know, my daughter was born there. I mean, I just love L.A. I made a lot of money in L.A. fucking around in L.A. California, period. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The, the Bay the and Bay, LA, you know, the, the I definitely get a lot of love in the Bay. Rest in peace to my homeboy Jack. That was, you know, one of my oh, yeah. close homies. Right. You know, when I first moved to California, he made sure that I was always good on whatever I needed. You know what I mean? If, if I whether I was in the Bay or LA, you know, him and AP Nine and my homeboy Chose, the whole mob, they always showed me love, and I never ever had to worry about mm -hmm. nothing. And it, you know, it became like a second home to me. Mm. Right. 
So when did you move to LA though? Because I know you. Talk I moved about- to LA um like oh. Five. I, I think uh, Interscope wanted to give me a deal like in you know, something like that. I went out there uh, sleeping on this nigga couch until mm-hmm. I got my little Interscope deal. I had my Interscope deal for about mm, six, seven months. Got dropped and moved to Atlanta in like 08. I hated that shit. And then I moved back to L.A., you know what I mean? So Atlanta was like a six, seven-month thing. It, you know, and, and not that I love Atlanta. I, I love all the all – just some big booty bitches down there. I love y'all. I'm coming down there <laughs> next week. I can't wait to go to Follies and all the strip clubs and all that shit. But I was not. I was going through a, a depressed time, you know, personally when I was in Atlanta. So yeah. I just, you know, I had to get back out to California to really kind of jump my career back off, you know. Because you talk about that, like, a little bit on rear view. Talk about those hardship times. You say, like, you were sleeping, you were, chicks were p- putting you out, sleeping right. in cars. Like, right. Talk about that grind that's like trying to get I, popped When off. I moved back to L.A., man, like, um, I ain't had no money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was around that motherfucker looking for a, a, a dope plug. Like everybody else, I'm going to you know the Mexicans, you know whoever I could find, you know what I mean, and like shit, you know fuck it, I wasn't above, you know I sold crack and Gary, so I figured shit, I wasn't above selling some crack in Hollywood, so whoever needed some coke or whatever, I was you know doing what I had to do to get off my homeboy couch, you know what I mean, my engineer right now see it, I was sleeping on his couch, and I was like man, I can't be sleeping on your couch, man, and I, you know I just didn't feel like a man, and I just you know. You know, dropped my nuts and was like, I got to get out here and, you know, really do what I got to do. You know what I mean? And it was a lot of nights, you know, shit. I stayed, shit, I lived everywhere in L.A. from goddamn South Central to Santa Monica. You know what I mean? I used to live on 41st and Main on the street with this Mexican gang called the Hangout Boys. You know what I mean? And they used to sell heroin. And, you know, and I used to interact with them. And, you know, it was just, you know, it was just a lot of tough times. You know, I had to, you know, live with people I ain't want to live with, deal with bitches I ain't want to deal with. You know what I mean? Sleeping in cars and shit like that, you know what I mean, crying at night to yourself, you know what I mean, it's shit that, you know, certain shit that you can't really, you can't call home back to Gary, Indiana and be like, yo, I'm doing real fucked up out here, right. you know what I mean, because you don't want to, you know, you don't want everybody to look at you like no failure, they already looked at me like a, like a failure when I lost my record deal, mm. everybody back home was like, oh, wow. this nigga sucks, fuck that nigga, that nigga, he just, I told them, I told you G-Unit didn't want that nigga, you know what I'm saying, so it was just, you know, it was real, Um, you know, it was, it was tough times, it was, it was real... A tumultuous time for me, man. You know, it, you know, it was ride or die. It was like, nigga, it, when I got on that double XL freshman cover, nigga, I was still selling crack, wow. and I was still doing robberies, nigga. You wow. know what I'm saying? Super active. So, when you, <laughs> so was it the XXL cover that was like the watershed moment for you, or was it when things started to click? Like, okay, I could live, stop living this life, and nah, because I still didn't stop living that life for a little minute. But it was like, um. The thing with that, I couldn't believe these niggas actually wanted me on that shit, for one thing. I was like, man, DJ Ski told me. I was like, he was like, yeah, man, the freshman come right now. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, nigga, I was like white boy, you lying. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Because I did a mixtape with him. You Classic know. tape? Yeah, shout out to DJ Ski. I just seen that nigga in the airport. That's the homie. But uh, <laughs> I did that tape with him. He's like, hey, man, I didn't know what you wanted to double XL freshman I'm like, nigga, shut up. They ain't put me on no fucking double XL, nigga. I'm Gary Indiana. They ain't gonna do that, nigga. But when they did, I was just like, whoa, nigga, and shit. I remember, nigga, being at that, uh, being at that, uh, at that shoot, man. It was crazy, dog. I was like, damn, nigga. It was like J. Cole and, um, who else? It was Nipsey Hussle. Wiz. Wiz Khalifa. Big Sean. Big Sean. I, that's, I think that was a real classic freshman class right that's there. You favorite know what I'm class, favorite class. Yeah, yeah so. Absolutely. I'm over, you know, I'm overwhelmed, you know, in that motherfucker because, you know, all these niggas, they, you know, shit. J. Cole, he with Jay Z. You know, Wiz Khalifa just got the, you know, the big deal with Atlantic and all of that shit. And, 
you know, Nipsey was, you know, who he was out there on the West Coast and shit. And I was, and, you know, Big Sean was with Kanye. I was kind of the only nigga. I felt like I wasn't Didn't have that with nobody. Yeah, yeah I'm like, damn. Matter of fact, you talk about, you said the only street niggas was you and uh, <laughs> J-Rock. J-Rock on the cover. Yeah, but even J-Rock had, you know, TDE yeah, behind right. him. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't, you know, I hadn't developed ESGN yet, and I wasn't on, on that level yet. And I was just like, man, damn, like, what the fuck? I, I, you know, I couldn't really believe I was there. You know what I'm saying? That nigga Big Sean, he stood up on a ladder and shit and had to lean on my shoulder for the picture. That's why he like <laughs> <on the> picture. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. But you know, like I, you know, th these were all guys that I uh, respected. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I looked at their music and I was like, okay, damn, like you know, they these niggas deserve to be here. You know, I'm I, shit. I'm here on a wing and a prayer, goddamn it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But I'm gonna make the most out of it. Me being here, even Kendrick Lamar was there. And he wasn't gonna be on the one to the right. next year. And he was just like, "Yeah, I'm about to be." He knew he was gonna be on that shit. Now he's like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm about to be on that shit next year. It's all good." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, you know, it, 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 like I said, man, that that let me know, you know, like I was, you know, on a, a level of the elite, mm -hmm. you know, when I was around all of those guys, and I just had to just show and prove, and you know. Shit, and I'm still here. To, I'm shit. That was 2010, nigga, and I'm I'm wow. still I'm on the Rap Radar podcast right now, my hey. nigga. So shit, <laughs> Freddie Kane and did his thing, you know. Shit, I ain't got nothing to complain about. Word. So when did the ESGN brand evolve into what it is now? Like, um, really, man. I, like I said, I just needed something to really like a uh, really you know run behind, you know. To, the ESGN thing is just just embody everything I am. Just you know, street sport. Gangsta, all that shit, you know, the funny, it's just, I just, you know, figure, I just culminated all of that into that one thing, and, uh, uh, I, you know, was, I was watching ESPN one day, and I was like, all right, I'm about to just gank that logo real quick, put it on a t-shirt, <laughs> 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 and then, uh, shit, um, and I was with, uh, uh, Young Jeezy at the, uh, at a, uh, uh, video shoot for the song he had called Flex, and we was doing real oh, as back. that song was hot. Right, that, that shit was hot, and, um, I, uh, Everybody else had the CTE shirts on, and I came through with the ESGN shirts, and niggas was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a picture. The nigga Snow was like, hold on, man. What the fuck is this? ES, what is that, nigga? I'm like, hey, this my shit. So, you know, that, you know, I was just, he, niggas was looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? And then, you know, from there, you know, I think, um, uh, it was a video that Jeezy got called Win, Win, Win. Yeah, that video. That's when you first seen the ESGN shirt in that video right there. That's when niggas was like, oh, damn, what the fuck is that? Then I just shit, kept running with it. <laughs> but they was like, nigga, why the fuck you put that shirt in this video? <laughs> the ESPN people ain't coming down on you yet. Not at all. Fuck oh. them. And when they do that shit, I mean, I really did. <laughs> And we had a sports column on the that's rap right. radar, and, baby. And, yeah, yeah, hey, we, hey, we need to do that again. That's another. That's <laughs> another. That's another thing it stem from too. The sports column on the rap radar, man. We need to start back doing that, man. Yeah, so, that was good. That, hey, it's gonna be even greater now. And you wrote that all yourself? Cause I I'm, did it all myself. He took it real seriously. I'm a good writer, he man. Took that shit real seriously. I'm a good writer, man. For real, dog. Y'all gonna see, dog. I'm, I was I'm, excited. Remember, we can't stop by. He had the shirts. So yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> right. Now we got the hoodies, the beanies. I got all that for y'all. But I look at ESGN as like you know, obviously. It's been talked about at nauseam that the Jeezy mm. thing didn't work out, and I Correct. feel like once that didn't work out, I feel like that's what that's to me the rebirth of kind of the ESGN yeah. idea. It's almost like you gave up on that validation. I'm just gonna do it my way with ESGN. Right. And that's just, that's not, exactly. I'm not looking back about what I'm not gonna get. Like, yeah, not at my all. My path is different. Definitely different, man. I, and, and you know that, that that whole situation taught me a lot, man. I, you know, um, you know, I, I had my you know my words, you know, for Young Jeezy or whatnot at that time, you know, when it didn't work out. But you know, man, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know what I mean? And that's that's probably one of the um one of the mistakes that I made in my career. I wish that I would have um walked away from that situation 
um, quietly and and respectfully. Mm. You know what I mean. So that's that's one of that's probably one of the only things that I regret in my career. I don't give a fuck about dissing no niggas, not at all. But you know what I mean. This was a guy that I um, you know, looked up to, still look up, still look up to to this day, still respect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, you know, I um, if it wasn't for my time over there with Jeezy, I probably wouldn't know how to move like a boss. You know, when I got you know, my opportunity to touch money too. I probably wouldn't have knew what to do with it or, you know, how you supposed to act. And, you know, I, I learned a lot of etiquette from Young Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and you know, if I was to sit here and say I didn't, then I'd be lying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, you know, you know, whatever, you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, when you get into it with one of your family members, you know, at the end of the day, they still your family, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I still learned a whole lot from him and you know i'm still you know using those tools to this day man and i you know i ain't got number you know love and respect for Jeezy at this point but you still like be willing to work with him if yeah you know, definitely him? man okay. definitely yeah, you man. guys are on good terms now right i mean i wouldn't say we on good terms we yeah. haven't personally spoke you yeah. know what i'm saying but uh you know you know i you know like i said i extend my hand to him and, and salute him and it's all good you know it shit he don't you know he don't gotta you know say nothing to me yeah. at all just the fact that you know that he know that i'm you know that you know that I you know truly you know am uh, genuinely apologize for that for those times and you know and showing respect that's all that matter to me so how did at you the o- end of the day I'm a man you know so I'm I gotta sorry. admit to you know my wrongs right. and things of that nature how did you overcome that though like why did you not let that be a thing that derails your career like when that didn't work out like how did you go forward and- um I think that um you know being in a more positive space uh has proved to be uh more um productive for me you know um Cause you know I could sit and thrive off you know the negativity. The negativity make people not want to fuck with you. It make mm-hmm. people you know blackball you. Make people not want to do records with you. You know what I'm saying? Cause that you know I don't want to be looked at as that guy that you know as soon as you rub him the wrong way he gonna go dissing you or saying. Cause I'm not I'm not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said at that time, you know um, I can't blame it on nobody around me or saying people was in my ear. That's genuinely how I felt. I just let it come out. You know what I'm saying, and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have did. I, I vented on a record. You know what I mean, because you know I didn't control my emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and I and you know, like I said, I got to chalk that up as a loss as as a man, and, and not controlling my emotions at that point because that's shit that bitches do. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Bitches don't. You know, can't control their emotions and they and they wild out. And I, you know, I don't want to be looked at as no bitch because I seen because it was niggas that I dealt with. You know what I'm saying that you know felt like I. Sh- you know what I mean? They didn't get their, you know, fair chance with me rapping and all of that bullshit like that. But, you know what I mean? Like, when with this rap game, man, you can't put on all your homies and you can't you can't yeah. satisfy everybody, dog, because it, it gets crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, um, and, you know, and I didn't I didn't consider the fact that, you know, Snow was going through a lot at that time, you know, with his, with his label situation mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So, you know, I didn't really take that into consideration. I was just looking like, nigga, it's me, 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 me. What mm-hmm. the fuck? You know, I was really... I can, I can compare that shit to the way this nigga uh, Sam Bradford acting right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, nigga, I'm like, hold on, nigga. I want to hold out. I want to trade. You know, right. I want it to be about me. And, and, you know, that was the wrong. At that time, it was the wrong mentality to have. You know what I mean? But, at you know, I took that negative energy and put all of that in the pinata, man, and really yeah. just, you know. Yeah. It, it just it turned opened into, all these new doors. Yeah, it opened all these new right. doors. So I turned it into a positive, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I got, you know, nothing but uh, respect for uh, Jeezy and whatever he got going on. So have you, like, reworked the thugging philosophy, more or less? 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's still the same it's old still thug, man. It's no, still you got a new thing about what? The staying dangerous? Like, yeah, what, yeah. What fuck, do you mean with that? Fuck, like, fuck being safe. Fuck you being safe. You gotta stay, stay, dangerous. Da- stay dangerous out here. Be a danger to these to these dangerous motherfuckers. Like, if you a danger to them, <laughs> then shit, they can't be a danger to you. You know. So, what's the approach for the new album, Lifestyles of the Insane? That's still the working title. It might be. I oh, might okay. switch it up. You didn't know Shadow of a Doubt was going to be the title. Wait, wait, you <laughs> talked about Lifestyles of the Insane I talk, before. I know. You always, I, you'll tease something and then do something different. Right? I know, right? Yeah. I, real, I will do something different. I'm, I'm still going to put that out. I love that title. I'm going to use that on something. I don't know. Might, that might be a movie. You know what I mean? Uh, you know I've been writing movie scripts, too. Really? I've been in the nah, film. Jealous, man. Been into the film thing. I got a, uh, well, my my agent. Shout out to my agents. I see them. They've been sending me on a, oh, lot, shit, okay. a lot of auditions and things of that nature. So I'm definitely about to get into the um, acting and film. And, you know, I look at the film thing as just like um you know the music game you know storytelling yeah. yeah nobody you know if nobody wants to give you opportunity then create your own content so i just started you know writing scripts you know what i mean with you know this little script writing things and things of that nature um i got a good acting coach that i deal with okay. from time to time and you know i'm really taking it serious so hollywood i want to gibbs yeah, yeah i live in <laughs> hollywood so, so what's your biggest like in your young at learning to be an actor like what do you think right now is your biggest strength and what is the thing you need to work on the most um i definitely need to i probably need to work on uh just uh shit remembering all the motherfucking lines <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hold on, cut, nigga. What are we supposed to do next? <laughs> but uh, nah, but uh, nah, I'm, I'm good at it. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I presence do a, is yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, my presence is there. I do a lot of. I'm 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 good off the cuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm all I'm automatically funny already, so they love that shit. So you know, I'm 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 in the works of developing a whole lot of you know funny like you know. Nah, I don't want to be one of them niggas that hey, it's a rapper nigga. He gonna make a right. you know straight gangster f- movies all the time. I'm gonna make some of them, but I want to make some funny shit. You know, I want to approach the game like Ice Cube did. You know, mm-hmm. he, I, he he's definitely one of the. Uh, Forefathers of this game and the rap, and definitely the transition from the rap to the film. So you know, he's, he's somebody that I closely study and closely but, look at. But as a storyteller, because I think you know one of your strongest suits on a mic is your ability to tell stories. So I right. think of like Shame and Deeper. Mm-hmm. Like, where did those come from? Oh man, those, I mean, really, man. All, all my mic, all my experiences on the mic, man. They just come from real life experiences. Mm. You know, what I mean, um, Deeper. I had a homie going through that. You know, with his baby mom. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was just like, you know, wow. it was simple for me to write a song about it because, you know, I was sitting there firsthand when he was dealing with it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, going to jail, not being able to see his child, thinking right. his child's by another guy and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So the video was really poignant too. I yeah, yeah, had to knock that nigga out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. You know, it. You know, it, it. Every story that I, you know, write or, or rap about is definitely either my story or somebody real close to me. You know what I mean? I got to get their permission first. You so know even know? like shame, that's real life shit. Yeah, all this shit is real life. I, I, you know what? I did a song, man, where I, I rapped about some shit. Um that I shouldn't really rapped about mm. and it, it kind of pissed somebody off you know what I mean who was really like a part of the story and they heard the song and it was like it was a, it was somebody's sister you know what I'm saying that mm. I was talking about and it was real you know it was a song I got called Queen Queen okay you know that was a it was a real deep story you know what I mean and I was talking you know it was so vivid that the nigga hit me he was like hey nigga <laughs> I know what you're talking about right. you know what I'm saying and you know I don't think you know that's why I didn't really <laughs> Push the gas on the record like that. I was, you know, I, I shot a video for it and everything. Really? And the nigga was like, hey, man, like, you know, kind of, you know, pump your brakes on that. I know it's out there. It's on the Internet. But, you know, so I understand, you know, sometimes shit get a little too vivid. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, that is what it is. It's the life we live, man. That one joint that you have, I think this is my, I tell you this all the time, the How We Do, mm-hmm. wrapped over uh, 93 to Infinity. Yeah. That joint is like my favorite. I think it's. 
I don't want to say it's better, but I like it. It's better to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I love but the original. But the storytelling on that is just crazy. Like, you talk about the chick that you would tell her yeah. if you brought her to New York. Yeah, man, that bitch pissed me off, man. Just fucked me up. I brought her out here, man. That's why I'm going to stop taking bitches on trips, man. They <laughs> you flying they about? They don't appreciate shit, man. Brian Costa, you listening, man? For real, man. Hey, man, bitches don't be appreciating shit. They be like, well, you what you done? What have you done for me lately? Damn, bitch, you all of a sudden turning Janet Jackson on a nigga real quick. <laughs> what the fuck? What have I done for you lately? Bitch, I just took you to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you ain't never been there. Oh. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? So, oh, no, you man. didn't like that sushi? So are you, are you and Irie's uh, mom cool? Like, yeah, together? we good. That's my baby. Yeah, oh, okay. we good. We stupid. You know, I'm just talking about the bitches. I can talk Previously. about the bitches. It ain't no problem. Right, cool. <laughs> <It> ain't no <laughs> problem. <laughs> Clearest to talk about the bitches? No role with talking about the bitches, man. We love the bitches. Oh. She know I love the bitches. She know <laughs> I love the bitches. But you, what you don't love is critics, man. You can wait to somebody, fuck critics, just smile because they're not qualified to do your job. I don't like all the critics. You the like niggas. us, though. You like I like y'all because <laughs> me and b Dot. We had conversations all the time about rap. He'd be like, you know, we ain't gonna say no name, but I'd be like, man, this nigga sucks. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, yeah, that sucks. I'd be like, hell yeah, nigga, that nigga That's do true. suck. I'd be like, you heard that new shit that came out? That shit whack, ain't it? You know what I'm saying? But so even though I, you take criticism too, because some yeah. it's very rare if I say Gibbs, I ain't like that record yeah. or whatever. But most of the time, when you do, I'd be like, okay, fuck, it, I gotta go back to the drum. But that's somebody's opinion that I respect. Course, you know what course, I mean? So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I respect it. You know, shit, the nigga talk it, tell it how it is. When he reviews something, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, respect beat out opinion. That's like I said. That's why we got that relationship. So I yeah, don't. He mind was like, he never interviewed you before. I was yeah, shocked. Never I was like, okay, we here because you interview me every day, nigga. We talk, <laughs> we talk on the phone, but right. you like me too, Gibbs. I'm good. Right? <laughs> I love you. I, hey, you, you, the, you the coolest light skinned nigga since Prince, since Prince Dead. You the realest. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Prince Dead. Now yeah, you, Gary you, Indiana. You, I'm gonna be the best light skinned nigga since Prince, Prince Dead. Now you the top light skinned nigga in the game. We're giving ourselves new titles. But you have good relationships with the critics and things like that, though. Yeah, right? definitely. I don't, if I didn't, I'd be out of here. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I definitely got a good relationship with the. And critics, you even getting too much beef now with the rappers or even in the tweets anymore? No. You kind of slowed down a little bit. Man, I been, yeah, man. I really slowed down. I be one. Because you would be like going for niggas' heads and like, oh my uh, god, social media. Oh like, my god, I'd be like this nigga. Right? Sucks. What y'all remember? These niggas is laughing. You know, because he'd be like, man, this nigga crazy. He'd be like, damn, man, you dissed that nigga now, man. Oh man, that's <laughs> always a problem, man. It's always an issue with you, nigga. You always talking shit about people, man. Like niggas was mad. I remember like shit, like without. Oh, I can't even talk about that. But <laughs> it was a rapper, nigga. I, you know, I was putting pictures of the nigga on my Instagram, joking about him and shit like that, because the nigga was doing feminine type shit, but. You know, niggas be getting mad at shit like that. But I was really just joking, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, you know, you can't really joke with everybody. You like joked that. that you created your own meme for the Respect My Name, the Birdman thing, right? I did you that right shit. There? Nigga, ass pun. I was in the motherfucking truck. You created truck. his own meme. Really? I did that shit. Tell, that tell my, what is it. You, you, niggas want, you niggas don't be taking my guy Fieri meme with the Birdman shit. I made that shit oh, in that the was truck. You. I yeah, made okay. that. I was asked to pun. I was like, how I put this tag shit on here? <laughs> <laughs> he in the back like, nigga, what the fuck is you doing? Oh, he's like, man, I don't know. You got a screenshot? I was like, hold on, nigga. Explain it to people that don't know. Like, he's got the. What I did was, see, soon as Birdman did that shit, I was like, oh, Put some respect shit. on my I name. I said, put some respect. So I was like, nigga, okay. Put, I'm thinking, okay, hmm, Birdman. Uh, I, I Googled man pouring ketchup <laughs> on some shit. And I was like, nah, fuck that ketchup. This New Orleans, this zesty, this hot. I was like, nigga, get a nigga pouring hot sauce. And who was it? Guy Fieri. I was like, all right, nigga. So then I learned how to do the tag shit on the Instagram. I just it put tag a nigga. So I typed in respect. 
R E S P E K. <laughs> that was somebody named, and I typed in my name, and I put it above the food, and put a respect by the hot sauce. Screenshot it, and bam, y'all niggas was stealing my idea. Social, all day. Social media king out here. Stills. King out here, nigga. I create a meme on your motherfucking ass, nigga. <laughs> a teacher of the game. Brrr, shout out to Birdman, nigga. <laughs> Speaking Play of boy. <laughs> <laughs> I said I told I talked to Angela Yee right after that. I said Birdman was about to come in there and clap some shit. <laughs> I was like Charlemagne, man, you better duck out, man, yeah. for real, bro. R.I.P. Yellow, right? <laughs> but speaking, of, I know you. <laughs> Badass yellow boy, hey, oh, he won't oh, hate yeah. that cold dog. <laughs> UNLV. Hey, hey. That might be over some people's heads. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's over their head. <laughs> I just, that, I just that's say, a B and B dot shit. <laughs> I, I just want to say the views expressed by B dot Freddie Gibbs do not necessarily reflect Elliot Wine. I respect your Birdman. Bird, I got love for you, Birdman. Beatrice. I call him Beatrice. <laughs> Atris. That hey, that's that, You know what? That's what I said when I called Lee. I said, hey, Atris came in there tripping, didn't he? <laughs> He was Beatrice. He was Beatrice at the Breakfast Club. Baller block. He wasn't Brian Williams. He wasn't Birdman. What? You said something on Twitter, though, that people got mad. You said something about Trump and they misconstrued it or something. You yeah, irritated. man. See, this is the bullshit. I said that, okay, I, I, I said that niggas need to not um, make a, you know, put too much energy into a anti-Donald Trump campaign. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think that's what the motherfucking white voters want. I feel like we ain't doing nothing but bringing him more attention. Like, let's let's focus more on, on the us, issues on us, yeah. right? You know what right. I mean? Instead of going into a whole oh fuck Donald Trump campaign, like my nigga. Okay, we got a common enemy. We know that. That's the only time niggas unite. Right? Is when we got a motherfucking common enemy. Let's unite without that. Let's do something together and really push ourselves forward. Because the nigga might fuck around and get elected. No matter, we only make up so much of the con the, uh, the population, my nigga. So he might fuck around and get elected. And then what? You know what I'm saying? All that anti-shit ain't going to do nothing because he going to be controlling your ass. So I'm not saying work with the nigga or, you know what I mean, or vote for him. I'm not saying that. I'm not voting for the motherfucker at all. What I'm saying is that we need we got issues internally that we need to handle before we go anti on another nigga. You know right. what I'm saying? So because you said that, they try to say, well, you're, yeah, you're so they pro like, Trump. Oh, oh, so you pro Trump, nigga? I'm like, man, all y'all niggas. I'm like, hey, nigga, I'll start to put my address on Twitter. I wish you niggas would pull up. I'll shoot all you bitches. <laughs> yeah, some people be like, oh, you're a cool Uncle Tom. Oh, man, kind of motherfuckers like- calling me a coon or Uncle Tom. I said, I was like, nigga, I'll kill Kill your family, nigga. Get the fuck away from me, man. But I was like, all right, let me chill. This is just Twitter. Lambo called me. He was like, hey, man, stop it, man. Quit talking to those guys on Twitter. I was like, man, I can't say shit now, man. I'm just talking about opinion. What the fuck? Right. You know what I'm saying? Then so he, Then he wrote, lastly, go just vote, motherfucker. Just, just go vote, man. <laughs> fuck y'all, man. Go vote. Y'all want to change this shit? Go vote. I'm tired of this shit, man. I remember, let's talk about Lambo. No, it was a funny, well, before you go, I remember this funny uh, 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 Instagram video you did. It was like, uh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, nigga, come here fucking your bitch. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Black Lives Matter, when you walk in, nigga, fucking your bitch, you gonna kill that nigga. You gonna say Black Lives Matter, motherfucker? No life matter with a nigga fuck. You gonna kill him and the bitch. That nigga say, yo, matter when you shoot that nigga, fucking your bitch. Right, exactly. I was like, yo, get yeah, it too much. But niggas get mad when you do shit like that. I'm like, yeah. nigga, that's just the real, though. Y'all talking about all this Black Lives Matter shit, but y'all, we still killing each other. Yeah. So obviously it don't matter, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it is what it is, man. All lives matter, nigga. Right. The Puerto Rican nigga on the corner life matter. The white nigga down there, his life matter too. I don't want to kill neither one of them motherfuckers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So So you don't like you don't like the trends. <laughs> I ain't with that. I ain't with that trend, man. I'm with some pro black shit, man, if it's gonna advance black people. But if it's just hashtags, nigga, right. get the fuck out of here. All y'all niggas is just niggas hashtagging. Y'all ain't doing yeah. shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm out here, you know, shit, I'm buying motherfucking school supplies for kids in yeah. Gary, doing motherfucking charitable shit for the athletic programs. Like, niggas don't do shit. Niggas just all a bunch of talk. All y'all niggas just on Twitter. Tweeting ain't doing shit. So... All you niggas just tweeting there, hashtag this, nigga, fuck that. You ain't doing nothing but hashtag, nigga. Get your ass in the field and really do something, bitch. But you got a good white man in your corner. Let's talk about this Lambo guy, man. Yeah, you guys man. Like, you guys are the true partners, man. Lambo gave me a newfound respect for white people, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, I do, nigga. I went to all black high school, all black elder. Like Gary is ninety five percent black, so I didn't even grow up really grow up around no white people. Only white people I knew was the police. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like wow. You know what I mean? But you know, me and Lambo pretty much discovered me. He was a um, an intern at Interscope and. In, uh, Oh five, oh six, and whatnot, and he just happened to stumble across my music somewhere. I didn't even know that my music was on the fucking internet. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, okay. So he called me. He was like, man, I think my boss want to fly you to New York. You know what I mean? Give you a record deal. I said, yeah, right, nigga. If that's the case, then book book two tickets right now, motherfucker. And I hung up on him. Wow. And then the motherfucker called me back like two days later, like, hey, I got you flying out of O'Hare in Chicago coming. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> and then I came out here They put me in this Janky ass hotel Right across the street From Madison Square Garden I forgot the name of that shit But that shit was janky I was like damn man This is New York I was like man I want to stay in some better shit Than this So you know I ran up their bill On the room service And all that shit <laughs> And then them niggas Yes I have the porterhouse steak Yeah I was like yeah Give me some steaks Give me all that shit nigga And then um, I, I, I ran up the room service And then these niggas Was like well you know, shit. Me and my nigga at the time, you know, we was out here and we was in that motherfucker so fucked up. Then they just, they took me to some janky ass. It wasn't even a real studio. It was like a mic in the room. I'm like, damn, nigga, y'all supposed to be in a scope. What the fuck is this? Where the fuck y'all got me going? Right. So then, but I went in there and I recorded like six songs in like two nights. And then I had my deal, you know what I'm saying, within the next couple of months. You know what I mean? It was a bullshit deal. It was only like $30,000. But yeah. fuck it. I was out the hood and I was in Cali. I was like, fuck it. And, you know, um, when they dropped me, you know, they dropped, kind of dropped Lambo too. He didn't get a job. Mm. You know, he was an intern, and then, you know, it kind of left both of us stuck. You know what I mean? It was just like, fuck, man. Like, he, got, he like, man, I got this great rapper that I thought I found, but, you know, don't nobody want to, you know, sign him. You know what I'm saying? Because he from Gary. He not, you know, from Atlanta or New York or L.A. He don't really, you know, we don't know the story of that. We don't want to take a chance on that. Mm. We don't, you know. He don't really had a look, you know what I mean? I don't know if he, you know, is as handsome as this guy or whatever or, you know, got the 50-cent body, at, you know, or that and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a lot of things working against me at the time, like I said. And a shout-out to 50 Cent, you know, because he, he one of the guys at the time that I really, really was looking up to, man. Like, mm-hmm. I really started my rap career, you know, um, in that G-Unit era. That's when I started rapping. You said 20, right? Yeah, around that time, you know what I'm saying? But when 50 came out, 50 was the motivation, really, to kind of start rapping. But you yeah. said that what goes around that Nas record was also the motivation. That that too. You know, I mean, of, of course I listened. Right. I, I was a big fan of rap, you know what I'm saying? But, like, 50's whole wave is, was like, damn, nigga, like, shit, that shit is crazy. Right. Nigga. That, that shit made me want to go into the business of rapping. And I was like, all right, cool, I think I could do it. And then, like... When I started rapping, nigga, and six, seven months later, I got a deal at the same label that that nigga was signed to. I thought, Psh, nigga, I thought I was the shit. I'm like, Psh, I'm out of here, my nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the rap game don't work like that. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm glad that I went through that and I took all those lumps, man, because it made me a better businessman. You know what I mean? A better person. You know, you know, it, it made me smarter. You know what I mean? And me and Lambo, like I said, we couldn't get nobody to give us no, nothing. You know what I mean? So we just took it upon ourselves to really, you know, invest in ourselves and you know, start this ESGN thing and really put me on the road and, you know, put me in the places that I needed to be. And, you know, he's really been like a, 
man, like a one man wrecking crew, man. I can't, you know, Lambo. He gonna he gonna be running some big company one day. Somebody gonna get that nigga a job because that nigga's a he's a beast, man. He's he's really a beast. He dedicated a couple bars to him in one of the songs of Shadow. <laughs> Freddie right? Gordy, right? All Freddie my Gordy. bars dedicated to that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for that nigga, I wouldn't even have a rap career. But it was man. a specific set, though. Definitely, like, definitely, <laughs> man. I definitely dedicated some bars to Lambo. On a, I, I said it. I wouldn't if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't have a rap career or nothing. You know what I mean? And, and that's the truth because I still be in Gary, Indiana. I don't know. I'll probably be a fat nigga working at a goddamn plant or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But Lambo, you know, he 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 more than just my my manager, man. He he one of my best friends, man. He, you know, he teach me a lot of things about life. You know what I mean? Things that you know a lot of guys where I'm from ain't open to. You know what I mean? Shit. I mean, the nigga made me do an album with Madlib. I mean, took, took, took me to the next level, man. So he's a genius, man. He's definitely a music industry genius, man. He's he, he's one of those guys that's on point. He knows what's cool. He knows you know. He's all about quality over quantity at all times. You know what I mean? Um, just to be around him, man. Like his his mind. If you sit, I mean, you might be sitting with this nigga, and he might start doodling with some crayons or something like that. He a weird guy like that, but right. he, you know, he remind me of like I don't know, man. Lambo's like Rick Rubin or something like that, or like a young Rick Rubin or something. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I got so much love for him. You know, I, I die for Lambo. That's my homie. That's what's up. That's what's up. It seems like as if you. Have embraced or love being an independent artist. We had Nori here a couple of weeks ago, and he said right. he hated being an independent artist. Yeah, because it's so much legwork. Like, right. do you like that or do you I love like, the legwork? Yeah, I mean, tweeted, like I never let a nigga outwork me. Like, hell no. Nah. Where did that drive come from? That work ethic. It was you know my mom man carrying that mail 30, 30, 40 years. You know what I'm saying that 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 work ethic. You know that's been instilled in me from the longest. You know what I mean I come from a blue collar family, mm -hmm. and um, it 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 was just that you know like I was t I was telling somebody. The other day, like um, when I shot the Freddie Gordy video, me and Jonah, I ain't even had nobody with me, you know, to go to the bay that week. You know what I mean? So I had to be the artist. I had to be his motherfucking grip crew, all that shit. I had to help this nigga carry the camera, all of that. And I ain't called nobody to do it for me or none of that shit because I'm like, you know what, man? This is my motherfucking business. I'm going a, I'm to a do it and make sure I do it right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. I don't need nobody. To, I'm just going to do what I got to do. Because, you know, a lot of people was unavailable at the time. And it was just, I had to do what I had to do. with. You know, I had that nigga out there in Cali. You know, shit, he had to fly back. So it was just like, man, let's just make it happen. And, you know, if I'm not going to put my nuts on the line for my business, who will? Right. You know, shit, fuck it. If I got to do it myself, I'll do it. Shit. Right. Ain't no thing. How long do you think it takes? Because a lot of artists, you know, are doing or an on the independent route and mm -hmm. they feel like they could just pop overnight. They want to be like Freddie Gibbs. Mm -hmm. Like, what advice do you have for those people that's trying to... Man, I mean, you know, <clears throat> this Freddie Gibbs shit didn't happen overnight. This definitely took a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of, uh, shit, it was a lot of hungry nights, man. A lot of, you know, nights where a nigga was getting, eating Wendy's, nigga. I never eat Wendy's right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Too much Wendy's. <laughs> Too much motherfucking Wendy's and fast food and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you really just gotta have to drive, man. You know what I mean? I, honestly, like you said, I never let a nigga outwork me, man. I think my drive is the only reason I'm here. Because like I said, I'm not the most famous rapper. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't get into this game for that. You know what I mean? I got into this game to, you know, uh, change my life. You know, to do doing something that I like. And, um, you know, I've achieved that. Yeah. So any anything else on top of this is just extra, man. Extra. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. All the, you know, the perks, shit. I walked in my hotel room today. I was like, damn, this is where y'all put a nigga at? I'm with <laughs> put a nigga, they put a nigga in a King Javid Dopa suite, nigga. <laughs> I walked in that motherfucker like, my son works. <laughs> my son works. <laughs> I walked in that motherfucker, my son works, nigga. I'm feeling like, nigga, the royal penis is clean, your highness. You know what I'm saying? What do so, you mean when you said you wanted to be like Ice-T, man? You still do. Shit, Ice-T, you see that big booty bitch that nigga got? 
Coco. What the fuck? Nah, 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 nah. nah. Much love and respect for Ice T and, and Coco. Definitely. Um, I um, you know, uh, I mean, he definitely, you know, um, is uh, one of the guys that I, you know, came up. That my uncles was bumping them tapes, you know, when I was a little kid. So you know, I was hearing colors, color, all that shit. You know, six in the morning, all that shit. So you know that. He definitely one of the forefathers of gangster rap, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So for me not to mention Ice T when it comes to gangster rap, I think it'd be a crime. And he's one of the guys that transitioned his career to the film, you know say, what I mean, with New man. Jack City and all and all the things, the movies that I, I want to be, I still want to be like Ice T. You but know, I look up to him definitely. I remember a while back you told me that you wanted to be a black studies teacher. You still want to do that? Hell yeah! I, mean, I maybe when I turn like fifty five or something like that, I'm gonna go teach some little niggas in the inner city or something. <laughs> <laughs> teach them something that they don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. You know what I mean? Because I, you know, I, I've been, you know, I definitely want to go back and, and get some kind of, you know, come some kind of degree mm-hmm. or something like that. That's something that I'm gonna get into. You know, when I slow the touring down and you know, because I'm in the book, I'm into a lot of different. You know things that people wouldn't think that I'm into. I'm into a lot of you know autobi- autobiographical books. I'm just read this Bobby Seale book. You got the tat in your bag, Huey yeah, Newton. Yeah, Huey Newton. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really into that. You know, civil rights era things. Yeah. I read a lot of books on that. Um, um, one of my favorite books, uh, George L. Jackson, uh, Soul of Dad, Brother. I love that book. I'm gonna read it again. You know, I love it so much because you know it's just you know just give me a different perspective on things today and it and it's and it's crazy because it's like it seems like a lot of those things were, were was like predicting the future mm. you know what i mean it's like you know reading those books and seeing how things are unfolding in the world now it's crazy man right. so you know i think that a lot of kids need to you know revert back to a lot of that you know civil rights you know literature and really check it out you, you know come a long way from putting a 38 in your locker fred <laughs> <laughs> definitely i still got a 38 on <laughs> Why did you you brought, really brought that to school that time? Hell yeah, I brought that. I used to bring that shit to school every day. Me and yeah, yeah. <laughs> nigga, we bring a thirty eight to school. Uh, thirty shit, that wasn't shit. It was niggas and it was niggas bringing carbine pistols and shit to our school. Nigga, right. it was niggas in lockers. The East Side High, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking principal don't talk. Man, nigga, hey, that shit was worse. That that shit in that movie didn't compare to Gary Indiana. Man, come oh. to Gary, y'all niggas gonna see, man. This... No, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But in the meantime, for the music fans, though, like you mentioned, the Nas what goes around. You said one of the reasons you like that record is because you said, I got to keep working so I can rap on this level. So you're still Correct. pushing yourself as, as, a, as an MC and as an artist. As, yeah, as definitely. nice as you think you are as a rapper, like you said, you top five. Yeah, I'm top there's, five there's current. Still, still Not top five all time. I think yeah. current are the guys that's rapping. You know, I think I'm probably top five. But um, um, what do you think you can still improve on in terms of that? When you say I can improve like on. Um, I mean, lyrically, I could, I could keep getting better now. Nah, you know? come on. Yes, I can. I mean, you, I, I guess everyone can improve, but you're, come on, yeah. I could keep getting better. I'm going to go with Is it cadence? Is it wordplay? Is I think wordplay. You know what I mean? The more I read and the more I live life, I feel matters, like, yeah, yeah, the more things I got to say. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, more things I got to talk about. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm reading books every day. You know what I mean? So... The more I learn about different life experiences, the more things that I could dive into subject matter-wise. So I think that's definitely going to make me a better rapper. You know? Why did you do that to Currency, though, man? Why did I do what to Currency? Currency, my homeboy. Remember that song, Scotty Pippen? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Come on, man! I Yo. just I just played the part. I just did what he asked me to do. Just rapped on that shit. Currency, hey, you know what? That's another guy that I um independent hustle. Yeah, right that's there. exactly. That's yeah. another guy that I looked up to. You know what I mean? Looking at currency and uh, you know how he how he flex the game because he just do what he want to do. You know he not yeah. concerned with he don't care if y'all play it on the radio. Yeah, he like I'm. Well, he got a deal and he still functions yeah. independent. Right. Yeah, that's right. Thing, yeah. yeah, he like you know he like I'm gonna get high and make it and this what is this what it is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I respect him for that. His you know 
I don't give a fuck mentality, you know what I mean? I definitely, you know, it definitely rubbed off on me, man. So, you know, shout out to Currency, yeah. man. I mean, great guy, but goddamn, that record, he just obliterated <laughs> it, man. That's his job. That's what you want the guests to do. Hey, like I said, man, I still look up to Currency, man. Currency got a wraith. I'm about to go get me one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Currency, man. Any I'm going to see you in Miami. I know you hard on these rappers. Any new rappers you think that's standing um, out to you that, that seem like they may have something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like a lot of the new guys. I like, uh, um, the G Herbo, I like mm. him. I like uh, Twenty One Savage. Mm-hmm. I like the little Yachty. Um, I like uh, who else? I like um, I don't know. All these niggas got little and little. All the little niggas. <laughs> the little niggas. I like all the little niggas. <laughs> little rapping nigga with little in your name. Yeah, I love to give little or young. I love all y'all little young niggas. I right. love all y'all little young niggas. I like Young Thug. That nigga's cold. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell him. Y'all did a record gives, together you too. You guys haven't discussed right? that yet. You think, yeah, I think, I think we have had Young Thug conversations, man. Yeah, you gotta get him focused, Hey, man, man, listen, man. Young Thug is one of the uh, the best right now, like, with, like, song, like, Cadence. And, and, like, his his flow, his he got one of the best flows. That nigga, that's... I'm not saying that he, you know, he, he not, you know, he not saying probably what you want him to say. Okay. As a rapper. Li- as, as a rapper, but, like, what about his, technically? His flow? Te- melody? Flow and melody. Yo, flow man. and melody. Young Thug is one of the best. Y'all sound like a nigga talking to a chick. Yo, she got some pretty ass eyelashes, my nigga. Or hey. she got some pretty cuticles. Like, nigga, it's a it's bitch. Cool. It's, it's a bitch with an ugly face with a fat ass that I will fuck. Trust me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So everything ain't, uh, like, it ain't, you know, the perfect MC is hard to find, man. You know what I'm saying? But Young Thug, I respect what he do. I like what he do. I think it's something different. I don't think it was, you know. Yeah. Nothing. I don't think nothing else sound like what he got going on. So I, I fuck. I fuck with what he got going. I like ASAP Ferg. I like him. His energy on the records. Yeah. I like. Um, I like a lot of. I, I listen to a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, man, rap is something that's always changing, always evolving, man. And if you don't get with it, you just gonna fall behind, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just gonna be one of them old niggas, like. I don't want to be that nigga, that that nigga, you know, as I get older, like, oh, I don't like this shit. Nah, I always keep embracing the the young culture, you know what I mean? Because I remember it was niggas that, you know, wouldn't embrace me when I was, you know what I'm saying, 21. You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, shit, and that shit, you know, it just made me look at them like, all right, nigga, and some of them niggas ain't around no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't want, I definitely don't want to be that nigga. I, you know, respect it, you know what I mean? Like, I got little cousins and, you know, cats younger than me, and they shit, they put me up on game on the music shit. I like that one song, Cold Light Minnesota. Kool-Aid, Minnesota. Need to stay up off the streets if you can't take the heat. I love that shit. I don't, I don't know, know that what shit. The what the fuck is Gibbs talking about? I got to Google that. That's, Put Yachty. Song, That's that little Yachty shit. Oh, that yeah, shit hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm the shit nigga hard. waving a cane from the fucking porch now, I guess, right? Man, you can't be the, uh, you can't be the old bitter nigga, man. I know we got kids now, man, but you got to you gotta embrace this shit, man. I embrace it. I like There's a gotta, lot of young rappers I like. I it's like, cold niggas on the West Coast, too. You know what I'm saying? YG. I mean, y'all still niggas don't be giving don't be giving the west niggas don't be giving the west coast they credit either man for real the west coast got shit that niggas don't i feel like they don't get you know why do you think that is i don't know Mm. i don't know you know what i mean like shit yg doing this thing like said nipsey um shit young cat uh ad he doing this shit i heard Um, the name yeah um shit man it's it's it's, you know i fuck with little baby out in chicago yeah 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 i fuck i fuck with i fuck with chicago rappers you know what i'm saying like uh you know i just think you know rapping in a different space now man i think that you can really you know you can get it cracking 
you know what I mean, in a, in a, in a, on a different kind of level, you know what I mean, and you know, shit, it's all about your satisfaction of where you at in the game. If you cool with, you know, your level of fame and your level of money, then it's fine. But it's so much money in this shit now for everybody, man. I think it's it's like the wild wild west now. I feel like everybody can, you know, kind of get theirs. You know what I mean? It's not. I love it because. I, I love seeing the whole major label system scramble around like what the fuck you know what speaking I'm saying? of what you said something about that you said like how labels are hired to paying you to be for their artists to be on your tours and stuff Hell like yeah, that yeah my nigga they they see the freddie kane format they like man what we got to do to do this and do that and you know shit is business you know what i mean i totally understand that you know what i mean the same labels that wouldn't sign me you know shit want to put their artists on my tours Wow. wow, and that's, that's crazy. Turnaround. You know, it's salute. You know what I mean? I hate to say you motherfuckers. Tell you motherfuckers, I told you so. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is what it is. It, it don't. It's all good though, because you know, shit. Y'all niggas can't. The, I'm, you know what? Niggas be reluctant to give me a deal because of my knowledge of the business. Mm. So they like, oh no 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 no. I don't want to fuck with this nigga. Well, they were reluctant to give me a deal because of my knowledge of the business. They like, I'm like, nigga, I'm not getting 360. I'm not doing none of this. I'm not doing none of that. This what it is. You know what I mean? I want to be. You know. I want to be a sole proprietor, you know what I mean? I want to be a partner with y'all. I don't want to be y'all fucking artists, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, just being a regular artist ain't going to, you know, get you nowhere unless you unless you make, like, a platinum record, you know what I mean? You can't really, you know, get off the way you want to. Honestly. How much you think it would take to get Freddie Gibbs on the major label system then? Nah, nah, that ain't never happened. Never? That will never happen. They had to back the Brinks truck up. I make mm. I make too much money for that. You know what I'm saying? So throw a number out there just to fuck with me. Throw a number. Oh man, I don't know. It depends on what they want. You know what I mean? What they want a piece of, but it's definitely gonna have to be you know in the upwards of five million or better. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna take. He didn't stutter when he said that. Either. Yeah, <laughs> hell nah. Respect. Him. Respect. Put some respect on that check. <laughs> nigga better pour a lot of respect on that check. Like nigga, shit, I already got it, nigga. Shit, and if I ain't got it, my father-in-law got it, nigga. So fuck y'all. <laughs> it, I'll be around rich niggas. I got it. I ain't gonna never fall off. So is there resentment towards a major for No, no, no whatsoever. No, nah, I think what's... he's made his peace with it. That's yeah, what's right. No, I mean like in terms of like having them the artists come on your tours and Hell like no, nah, I'll be like, come on, nigga. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I wanna do that. I want niggas to see that. I want you, you know what I mean? Shit, I want you know, I you know, I like doing business with them now on this level. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, you know, it, it gives them a, a a newfound respect for me. You know what I mean? And you know, like I said, the only way that I would you know um, involve myself within that type of system is if I you know had a position or a executive position. Because you know, I think that uh, the way that I've uh, you know did the whole you know Freddie Gibbs thing definitely warrants me a. Um, you know, executive position somewhere. You can't just just give me no record deal, my nigga. You got to make me VP or some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I know me and Lambo, we know what the fuck we doing. Mm. So, and we'll show you how to do it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's gonna cost you. <laughs> you have to give a nigga a real salary, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like to take my time away from the shit that I make money on right now and help you do that. You want to give me some money? So one of those things is the weed. Uh, that's your latest venture yeah man shit that's, that's coming around too man the cannabis industry is a billion multi-billion dollar industry mm. so shit i gotta you know put my stamp on it some kind of way i was selling the shit illegally now i could do it legally so <laughs> fuck it but it's yeah. not out yet or? yeah it's out there okay, yeah, okay. We, yeah freddie kane is in the stores in california you know what i'm saying go on uh crancierge shout out to crancierge you go on their site and they'll tell you everywhere you can get it we got the wax 
We got the weed. You know what I'm saying? Don't call and ask for no pounds, my nigga, because we ain't, I ain't selling no pounds to y'all niggas. Y'all got to go to the store and get that shit. Niggas be, you know, I got every drug deal in America. Like, hey, nigga, hey, why I stop? They like, hey, nigga, we need 10 pounds of that Freddie Kane. I'm like, hey, my nigga, go to California and get it, nigga. You police, I ain't got shit to do with that, man. We do everything by the book. Nah, so the weed business is good. Everything's good. That's what's up. That's why, that's another reason. I'm like, nigga, make the label. Hey. Nigga, come on. Give me a, give me a big, make me the president of that motherfucker. Then I'll go over there. Right. Or something. Give me a give me a job. Cause this nigga cause y'all they ain't got no nobody but dinosaurs and them motherfuckers working in them buildings right now. And they don't know what the fuck they doing. A lot of them niggas so many niggas getting laid off. You don't need that many niggas in that motherfucker to do that job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it, man. You just you know what I'm saying? You need a couple of smart niggas to do what they gotta do and right. you know what I'm saying? And, and and it'll work out. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's good to see the major label structure kind of folding and, and, and scrambling around, you know what I mean? So it, it's funny, you know. Before we go, man, so next project, any hints you can give, man? Your fans, you Shadow oh, of Doubt was man. last November. Shadow you know they need some new gangster gives. But Shadow of a Doubt Part 2, I don't know. I don't, oh, know. Nah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't really do Part 2s. Niggas be doing Part 2s fucking shit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Niggas do a Part 2, then they fuck up the legacy of the Part 1. I don't like yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. Niggas be like, yeah, Part 3. I'm like, nigga, I ain't heard Part 2 or 1. Motherfucker. It be niggas coming out that be like, yeah, this such and such Part 6. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Only niggas that could do that is Danny Glover. And Mel Gibson, Lethal <laughs> Weapon, weapon right? <laughs> them the only sequels I really fuck. Right, and the Terminator, but I ain't like them last couple Terminator movies. Well, Fast, Fast and weak. Furious, Fast and Furious, right? That's, you know, shit, Hitting man. This. Uh, it's too many this. fucking Fast and Furiouses, man. What is <laughs> right. it like nine? How many? How fast? How furious can you be, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Shit, <laughs> like nine of them motherfuckers. So you know, nah, I'm, I'm cool on the part two. I'm just gonna come. I'm gonna come. I'm definitely gonna come with something this year. You got a bucket list of collabos that you? Hell yeah. Um. I want to do a song with Gunplay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go. No, nah, I'm about to go to Miami uh, next week. That's why I said that. But uh, you know, um, I, you know, I definitely. I mean, man, anybody that really want to work with me, man, that I respect. I, uh, you know, I saw Rick Ross in California like a couple years ago and shit. We was talking about, you know, doing some stuff. He told me some shit. He was like, "Yeah, man, niggas like me and you. Everybody else take the steps to the top of success. Me and you took the escalator." I was like, "All right, my nigga, that was tight." Most I, was like, I, was like, I was like, my nigga, you a wordplay having ass nigga. I <laughs> fuck with you, play. nigga. <laughs> Most definitely. I fuck with that nigga Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, just, you know, you know, there's a lot of guys in this game that I fuck with. I'm, you know, I want to work with, you know, guys like Drake. I want to work with the best guys, yeah. you know what I mean? To, you know, definitely show my, um, any, any any good player in any type of arena want to play with the best players, you right. know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. And production-wise, what do you think you're looking for sound-wise now? Shit, man. So somebody can flood you with, the, with some links. <laughs> man, shit. Tell that nigga Just Blaze to give me a link. Yeah. He just walked out this motherfucker, <laughs> nigga. What you working on, nigga? Come on. Well, tell that, we didn't tell that story about how he helped you in the beginning. Oh, Just Blaze is one of the, uh, man, most um, instrumental people in my career because, you know, before I met Just Blaze... I was rapping wrong. I was like, you know, doing too many tracks. I was probably doing like four tracks and like just rapping the same thing on like, cause I, that, that's the way I was taught to do it because that's that's why I seen rappers and Gary doing that shit. But you know, that's why a lot of them niggas ain't. Well, anyway, but uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we know, we that's know where you go with that. That's guy. how I saw them niggas doing it. And that nigga just was like, hey man, look man, shit nigga, if you want niggas to take you serious, you gotta stop doing that. Mm. I was like, what you mean? He was like, nigga, you sound cluttered on the motherfucking record. How the fuck did he... He was like, why did these niggas even sign you? Nigga, you, you don't sound like nothing. Wow. I was like, fuck. You know, coming from Just Blaze, I'm like, damn. Like, nigga, I ain't know to go in the bathroom and cry or... <laughs> Beat his ass. Start tripping. <laughs> you know he does like some kind of jitsu shit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I was just like, man, all right, cool. You know what I mean? And we was up in... um. 
vocals. That's through your bass line yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, You know, shit. And that was shit. Intimidating as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because there's gurus in the other room and just Blaze <laughs> and like Rockefeller niggas was walking in there. I'm like, fuck, nigga. Huh? <laughs> shit, what the fuck do I do? You know what I mean? So, you know, I just calmed down and I start, you know, um, rapping away. He wanted me to rap, man. <laughs> I just kept doing that, man. So I always, you know, get Just Blaze credit for that. You know what I mean? That night he pissed me off, but the next morning I woke up and I was like, man, that nigga really showed me something. And this shit sound way better than my old shit. So mm -hmm. thank you, Just Blaze. I always give you, you know, respect for that. Every time I see you, I'm going to bring that shit up. Dope. <laughs> bring right, people man. together. We, got, we brought you up to the Rap Radar Podcast, man. Finally, wow, man. Gangsta yeah. Gibbs. So glad to be here, man. This shit going to turn up. When they hear this, they going to turn up. <laughs> They gonna turn up with the young gang. My well, son works. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? We're gonna be in a show tonight. Yes, sir. Ballroom. Thank you, Freddie. Slow down. Thank y'all. Man, man. man. Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. <laughs>